Boom. All right. So shared on the HWR Facebook page. So now I need to share it to my personal page. Your personal? Personal. Joseph Christopher. Oh, man. You're going to use my slave name in this bitch? <laughs> You know, I had my first interview ever on um, Google Chat. Oh, yeah? Last week. How'd that go? I was not a fan. No? I'm old school. Face to face. Yeah. Eye to eye. Man to woman? <laughs> I mean, yes, that is a <laughs> option that can happen. Yeah. Threw me off for a little bit. She was very nice. Live. What the duck? Boom. Yeah, so hopefully the second one goes better. Nice. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get over the other, we didn't talk about the other personal stuff because she wanted to get to know me. And my dumbass followed the template that was on Microsoft Word, one of the fancy templates. And it had your email and then it had your website. And I was thinking, can I fuck with some people that actually put my, my blog website where I have all my poetry and shit? Uh huh, uh huh. She wound up reading some because I could tell when I got the email for the first interview that my hit spiked on my site. And then oh. when I realized what the what was she was reading, I was like, oh, no, she's a thing. I'm a fucking serial killer. Well, I mean, you know, maybe. lots of people like serial killers. Then again, maybe that's why I'm getting the second interview. Maybe ah, that's why. Ah, shit. <sighs> All right. Are you ready? I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't know if I like it until you put it in there. Live from the landing ship in Houston, Texas, is the 396th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Chris. And thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. We very much appreciate it. If you're watching us live, log into your YouTube account. That way you could chat along with us in the live chat. Da, 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 da. You could say da, 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 da. hi. You could ask us questions. Fact check. Talk shit. Do whatever. I'll see it and I'll try to involve you as best as I can in the show. Almost whatever. If you're not watching us live, that's okay. You can still interact, interact with us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Uh, are you picking up Randy's um, hand, 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 hand uh, speaking glasses? Because that was a lot of... That was uh, a lot of... Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you were going to throw Kamehameha there for a second. I don't know. I just felt animated right now. It just it overcame me. I don't know what it was. It's been a long couple weeks, man, since the last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. What's overtaken your Facebook timeline in the past two weeks? AEW. Whether it's still fallout and speculation over Cody or what this big announcement is. And then the big announcement and all the implications with that. Um, I've seen a lot more of that than I have WrestleMania stuff, honestly. Uh, and I'm not saying that because I am a fan. You ask me, what am I seeing on Facebook? I'm seeing on Facebook people just chat, chit-chatting more about AEW than they are WWE. Pick something. What do you want to talk about? That's take that, that gets your most interest of AEW right now. 
today, Thursday, March 3rd. Okay. Can, 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 can we go into to just the very specific matches of Revolution? Go for it. Punk versus MJF. Anticipation level. Ten. That's it? Ten. You're at 11. Of course you are. Okay. We said this during the show before we hit the record button that we're going to show our asses tonight. Maybe yeah. with my belly. Yeah. This is the show that's must-watch television. This is what we watch every Wednesday. Yes. Without fail. Right. So, of course, we're invested in the stories that we like yeah. very much. Yes. Conversely, stuff that we might not be into, we might really not be into. Yeah. But we'll go with what you brought up with first. Yeah. This has probably been, outside of anything, <laughs> no pun intended, outside of anything that I didn't get to see in Ring of Honor, this is probably the most unique storyline build for a match I might have ever seen. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever? We, we're jaded wrestling okay. fans. We've been watching this shit okay. for so long that we could pretty much armchair quarterback the next six months of television. Yeah. So when you just take... A detour, and then another detour, and then you take a tunnel into the ground, and then you end up getting shot out through a cannon, and now you're like flying all over the place, and you don't recognize anything below you. Yeah. That's this fucking storyline, dude. Okay. (laughs) I disagree. Do tell. But I still love what the fuck I'm seeing. I disagree that it's like detours and... and, and because that, that implies a bunch of swerves. And it's not a swerve. I think it's going where it needs to go. I, I don't want to sit there and brag about, oh, I saw it coming. Because it's still really good. Again, I've said this many times that sometimes the best thing is the easiest thing. And, and you know, vice versa. And that's what's going on here. I mean, did I, see, getting- did I see MJF... Like, doing all that sappy stuff and then just saying, oh, I'm a snake. Yes! Yes! He's an asshole! He's a snake! I didn't buy it for one second last week, but I did buy it for one second last week. And the reason why I bought it is because there was some truth to that. The post on Facebook of that old MJF post from 2000-whatever. See, there was truth, but they were using truth to influence a work, to influence the story. That's what was beautiful about it they were able to blur the lines enough to to make me suspend my disbelief enough but not enough to make me be like that 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 dude's gonna fucking he's gonna i see it coming oh god he's gonna fucking stab punk in the back oh man he's trying to pull out our heartstrings oh i saw it coming i saw it coming but i didn't care (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so i i still loved it man what pushed it over the top was last night in the essence of CM Punk going, you know what? There's been days in my Bro, life. You're way out of frame. Get, get, there's man. been days in my <laughs> life where I've been a better hero than you. Yeah. And then there's been days in my life where I've been a bigger asshole than you. Yeah. But I try my best to get through. Hmm. Basically. Yeah. And when is the last time that Someone like John Cena or fuck it, Hulk Hogan before uh, towards the end in WCW um, has, as a hero, acknowledged his past villainy. Yeah, to put over yeah. his hero ness mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There's when you say sometimes the easy booking is the right booking. 
this isn't easy because it's it hasn't. Again, well, we're jaded wrestling fans from the, the big promotion. We I, know where we're. we're going. Let me interrupt. I think the easy part was that MJF was full of shit. That's the easy part. I do agree with you that the nuance, the the fucking minutia and the little details, the detail. that's not easy. You're right. You're totally right on that. And I just I wanted to make sure that I cleared yeah. it up. And I think that I, I'm sorry. I completely stole your thunder. Go. No. Go. No. Okay. Okay. The reason why I do it all so long. I, I know, right? I don't want to shadow okay. box. Okay. 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 So here's the thing. Hey, what's up, Jojo? Jojo's in the live chat. Yes, we will definitely talk about I'm ROH. not cursing you. I don't, I don't yeah. have power. We will definitely talk about ROH. We will definitely talk about Cody. Um, who? Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you like Mole? No. No? No. Don't let the brown fool you. I'm like the whitest dude. Wow, he doesn't like Mole. No. Okay. Warm noodle. Do you like pineapple on pizza? Fuck no. You know what? I'm asking the wrong person because you are a very picky ass yeah. eater. He's yeah. a very picky eater. All right. So anybody out there that... <laughs> you just... Go, that, I'm okay. I'm not... I'm going to pull an Arnold. Yeah. Fuck you. Anybody out there <laughs> that does like mole or anybody out there that does like salted caramel or, uh, you know... Or, or fuck, likes to ring a shit around or, their butthole when they're tossing salad. Or... or or pineapple on your pizza, right? You like to mix the sweet with the savory, right? Okay. It, it, like, like, you get where I'm going? Yeah. Okay. That's what basically Punk and MJF both did. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they showed that they were more than just one dimension. That was what we hated about Cena. Super Cena, the uber baby face. Like, he will always do the right thing no matter what, no matter what. He won't do what you just mentioned, which is references past villainy because well one Cena never really had past villainy but two like reference past villainy to show that hey this perseverance is, he's grown as a person mm-hmm. he's he's a more three-dimensional character than just like oh cookie cutter baby face eat your vitamins say your prayers kind of brother yeah bullshit because <laughs> punk Puck started that promo was, I splash water on my face in the morning and I ask myself, am I the villain? Am I the bad guy? Fuck, who hasn't done that? I, I, I do it every other day. I mean, I've done that before. Yeah. You know? Like, I think that's very relatable. Mm-hmm. Super relatable. And it shows that you're more than just one thing. You're more than just one person. You, uh, People contain multitudes. If Randy was in the live chat, she'd be able to give me that fucking quote that she loves. I think it's from Hemingway or something. That I, I contain multitudes, right? Oh, and that has a big fat dick. I like Hemingway. What? I like his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that was the thing on Punk's side. But then also on MJF's side. Because again, while it was... Easy to say that MJF is going to be the snake in the grass and just trying to tug at the heartstrings, just a stab in the back. Those tugging of the heartstrings, he used real life stuff. The motherfucker cried. (laughs) That was real emotion that was genuine. And again, and I, I, I loved it and I hated that I said this in my head, not out loud. In my head, I said this moments before CM Punk said it. And I said... Yeah, this makes sense because hurt people hurt people. And then he motherfucking said it. And I'm like, this is exactly what they're going for. And it's 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 the whole Thanos thing, right? Thanos was right. But he wasn't really. But he was he kind of was right. Thanos was kind of right. The best villains MJF, always believe that they're not the villain. MJF is kind of right. 
Like, you could take his promo from two weeks ago, oh, I was the bullied little Jew boy. You could take that promo and be like, oh, man, I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. But what did he actually do? Instead of, I'm, I'm the bullied little Jew boy, I'm going to be a bigger bully. Fuck the world. And then... He turned into more of an asshole. He didn't take that and turn it into something good. He took that and turned it into something bad, which oftentimes in the real world happens. Why? Because hurt people hurt people. And in <laughs> comics, most of Spider-Man's villains got into villainy because they had a hero that they wanted to contend with. Yeah. So that's where I feel like... And here's the other part of what I think... Again, you mentioned this earlier that sometimes Easy's right. Yeah. This isn't the first time that people have got, that someone at AEW has gone after Punk in a promo about leaving professional wrestling. That's the lowest hanging fruit. But for whatever reason, MJF picked the freshest of that fruit and bit into it. Yeah. And spit it out in Punk's face. Yeah. And that's what makes it work. And you know what made that work even further? When Punk came out and said, yeah, it's the same thing with Stone Cold. Stone Cold left, and I didn't have sour grapes. Yeah. He left when I admired him the most. I have a picture of me marking out with Stone Cold. And I didn't have the fucking schizophrenia and the crazy mental breakdown that he did over me. Yeah. And then when when MJF was in the ring with them, he even said, you look up to me. And in my head, I was like the same way I did to Stone Cold. Like, I wish he had said that. He didn't say it, but it's it's, it's already implied. It was, it, yeah, it it's was implied, implied enough to where, like, okay, yeah. cool. So, like, ah, damn, this makes sense. It's so... <sighs> the Okay, the the route that we're taking overall, that's easy. But the turn-by-turn directions yeah. is the part that wasn't they easy. They went on ways. That was masterful. <laughs> masterful. Yeah. And it kind of... Not that we can have it right now because we only have two hours in the evening. But it kind of brings up... The whole Star Trek theory where the needs of the many out ne- outweigh the needs of the one. Okay. Even in Punk's worst moment, was it fair for him to leave WWE? <laughs> if, it, if it begot more people like him, like MJF. Yeah. Where he's the one that created the problem because he left. Yeah. It's a weird fight, but I the mean, fact that it got that it got me thinking like that, like yeah. actually taking again, uh, like like Heyman, he believes he's he plays a villain so well because he doesn't believe he's the villain. He thinks he's serving a bigger purpose. He thinks what he's doing is right and will benefit yeah. all. In the end, yeah, in the end of that meat grinder, yeah. Instead of ignoring all the pain that goes through that fucking shoot in between there's so much like it you can you can just watch it and enjoy it and and be like turn off my brain i'm just watching dumb wrestling and i want to see him fight and the fucking caddy drama right you can you could totally do that especially with this with this storyline that can be or there's an extra layer there of all the shit that we just talked about layers layers yes (laughs) the 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 philosophy of the human condition right how complicated people are the morality of good and bad and what is good for you versus what's good for everybody else like punk was trying to appeal to do it for the other kids that are out there looking up to you but in the same breath it was like 
Well, I kind of did that, and now I created you, you little twerp. So, and there might be more of you. And there might be more of you. So, like, oh, shit. So, it's hypocritical now. Yeah. So, do as I say, not as I do. Or, I did this, and I regret it because I made you an asshole. And you know what? Do you want more assholes like you in the world? Or do you want to be better than me? And you know it. And actually not create more assholes. Yeah. Again, how do you break the chains of fucking, you know, abuse? <laughs> break the Master Segway there. Fucking dog collar match. Dog- <laughs> All this leading to an epic ass dog collar match, too. Again, Holy a shit. match that Punk hasn't won. Mm-hmm. The easy way out would be to pick a match that he's not so many people off on, but he's right. doing a dog collar match. Right. <laughs> Who's winning this? I don't know. I'm assuming there's no time limit on this fuck. So you can't just Maybe. do a draw. I, who's winning this? JoJo, who's winning this? Porsche. Porsche, hey, who's winning this? I don't know, man. Jose Luis? What? I don't know what, what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know who's winning this, man. I honestly don't know. Uh, but I either guess is valid. If you guess Punk, if you guess, you're fine. If you guess MJF, you're fine. But I'm going to err on this side. I'm going to err on the side of Punk thinks he's the old man now. The old man needs to put over the new talent. The new talent is really new and really on fire, really hot. Punk is going to lose again to MJF. Wrong. Okay, that's fine. I think either way is valid. I don't know who's winning it, but that's where I'm leaning towards. If I'm wrong, tell me why I'm wrong. Punk has a history... Of repeating history. Um, apparently, from what I was told, that MJF promo towards the end last night was verbatim a Punk promo for Ring of Honor when he was doing the Summer of Punk. So mm-hmm. if you want to put over a the guy... The first Summer of Punk. If okay. you want to put over a guy, he's already beaten you twice what in the same was- night in his hometown. The snake stuff. Oh, and, and the devil, like okay. making yeah, he's, yeah, gonna, yeah, he's yeah. gonna make the devil real or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. The greatest trick the devil ever yeah. told was convincing the world that he didn't exist, yeah. and I'm, you're gonna find out I am the devil. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember now. I don't know how the, I don't know where the aftermath goes on this. Um, I've got CM Punk winning by ref stoppage. Okay. Cool. Bret Hart, Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. MJF isn't gonna give up like Punk does. But at some point, the body outlives the soul, doesn't outlive the soul, and the body's gonna give out on him. You think we're gonna have a double turn? Uh, it's not a turn. Oh, okay. Punk's not, it's, oh, it's you're not just, punk turning here. You're just, it's referencing, just MJF. You're referencing it's, the pass out. It's, it's MJF okay. stub, too stubborn to quit that he's just gonna pass out and the ref's gonna stop it. So JoJo says punk wins due to Wardlow's help. There, we're not there yet. Well, those seeds have been planted firmly in the ground. Man. But AEW takes their time. They put those seeds under those heat laps for weeks and make sure the plants Man. get to the tippy top before you roll it up and smoke that sheet. Man, I don't know. I could see it happen. I could see not it right happen. I, it might. Mm-mm. You don't not think yet. Not, not yet? You're not going to just have Wardlow do the turn right now without... Um, you just last yesterday 
began to plant the seeds of dis- of friction. Bro, those seeds no, have been planted no, for so long. Between Warlow and Sean Spears. You don't okay. go straight to the colonel. You gotta you gotta stop it. You gotta start from the bottom. So you're not gonna just go have him turn face and go straight off of MJF. No. You still need to build that friction with Spears. We haven't even seen him touch Spears, let alone MJF. So All right. it's chain of command. And besides, there's a lot of thunder going on in this pay-per-view. Yeah. That you don't want Wardlow's moment to shine the brightest to be upstaged by something else. Okay. So it's not now's not the time. Okay. Uh, so we're moving on? Okay, yeah, let's move on. All right. Because I know he watches this show, so I'm speaking to you. <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> I dare Tony Khan to do what is booking-wise sound. And earned and, and earned. The pay per view has to end with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Really? You want to do a revolution? You main event that pay per view with a match that has over a year build. With no a few one, that had no a one, match of the year contender. No from one last would year. give a shit about this women's title match if it weren't for that hardcore match that stole the fucking Thunder at Dynamite last year. This is a year build that's okay. been on television, not five or six years that has been off camera in some other promotion and some other company, even though AEW now owns it. No, we've been watching this. We've seen Britt Baker from the wheelchair to the women's champion in professional wrestling, period. Okay. And we've seen Thunder go through all this trials and tribulation after winning that match to get where she's at now. They deserve the moment. Even if it fails, they deserve the opportunity to at least try it. I am also at a 10 for this match. I am at a 10 because also. Because of everything. Again, it's been a fucking year from that ma- hardcore match to this point. And both of those girls are so much better mm-hmm. than where they were a year ago. And they've been hooking me. It's unfortunate that in front of some of those live audiences has been hit or miss. There might be too many cooks in the kitchen with Mercedes and Jamie Hayter. Not that I don't mind looking at either of them on my screen. And Rebel. But those two, it's going to be good stuff. It's going to be good stuff. I, if it were to end the night, I'd be okay with it. If you had me putting together the card, I wouldn't end the night with that. I would end the night with Punk MJF. Because I think that's the biggest thing going right now. But that's just me. Um, Over Hangman. Yes. Wow. Yes, I would. I would. Because um, I think that's the bigger the bigger attraction, the bigger match, the, the one people care more about. Um, but I can, see, I can see it being... I see your argument. I also see the argument for people being traditionalists and saying, let's end it with the World Heavyweight Championship. We'll get to that in a second. Right now, 2022 in a wrestling promotion that promotes diversity and progressiveness. I again, so again, I see it. You just said it. I see it. They should end it with the world title, the women's world title. Okay, cool, cool. We have. I I see your argument on that point. (laughs) On that point, they should do what. uh, What you? I think I've had this conversation with you before. Do do the UFC route. Don't call it the men's or women's title. Just call it. 
the world championship. The world championship. JoJo says, JoJo says, I'm going to be a 28-star match on the JoJo Meltzer scale. <laughs> There's a lot of stars, JoJo. <laughs> but if it's not the Tokyo Dome... The, the... I mean... <laughs> yeah. So you're also at a 10 for the women's I'm match. at a 10. Uh, I think Thunder's winning this. Um, I love Britt Baker. DMD. I don't think she needs a title anymore. Um... It would be interesting to see what happens with uh, the rest of her little crew. I think, what was it, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, where we had a little bit of a tease where we saw two or three weeks in a row, Britt Baker by herself, Britt Baker coming out with Adam Cole, baby. And I think that may have been a test, a tease to see whether or not Britt Baker can stand alone, and she can, uh, or stand by the side of Adam Cole, which she can. It'll work either way. I don't think she necessarily needs the title. I don't think she necessarily needs Rebel. I don't think she necessarily needs Hater. Now, I like the title. I like Rebel. I like Hater. Um, but if they move Brit on from that and do something else with Hater and, and Rebel and all that, I'll be cool with it. Um, and you so, got yeah. Thunder winning. I got Thunder winning, yeah. Um, I got Thunder winning too. Regardless I, that she won last night, I yeah. still got Thunder winning. I, th- yeah, that's the only thing. Re- Law of reverse momentum makes me works think in that, WWE, right? WWE. And we still have Rampage mm-hmm. coming up, so maybe you could reverse the reverse. Yeah. So yeah, you spoke on it. Okay, Hangman, Adam Cole, Hangman, Adam Cole. I am at a nine and a half. What's keeping you, Abel? Well, I'm glad you asked. What's keeping you, Abel? (laughs) What's keeping me is that this is a little weird for AEW to not have something that's been built under the heat lamp, planted in the ground, waited nine months for it to sprout kind of thing. This is kind of Adam Cole moved on from his loss from uh, Orange Cassidy and said, you know what? That was unsanctioned. I'm undefeated. I'm going to challenge for the title. Oh, hey, I'm challenging for the title. Boom. Okay, cool. No pun intended. Yeah. I was, and I, I said it then. You go back and you rerun the tape or whatever. Um, there was a lot of people saying, Hangman hasn't had any good challengers. Oh, you just uh, uh, hired Adam Cole to be a jobber and he's not even in the main event. Well, Hangman has a good challenger. Hangman's been through a couple of challengers, and now Adam Cole's in the main event. So shut up, dweebs. Uh, (laughs) So it's like, cool, everybody got what they want. But I'm not at a 10, I'm not at an 11, because at the end of the day, um, I feel like this is not even the end of chapter one for something that could be a long feud. Is it going to be a long feud? I don't know. It probably isn't going to be. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but... It might be the end of chapter one. I was hoping you were going to say why it's not a nine and we were going to agree, but we aren't. I'm at a nine. dog. And the reason why I'm at a number nine is because... <laughs> Adam versus Adam Winner gets to keep their first name. Thank you, Portia. The reason is this match is not about Hangman. Oh. This is the first chapter in someone else's story. Oh. And the story is going to culminate... With Undisputed Era against the Elite. Oh! That's why. That's the other reason why... Not I'm not Undisputed the big... Era versus Dark Order. 
Okay, the elite, lay it on me. This is this this is why I don't think it should be the main event because the attention in this match isn't going to be uh, Hangman's not getting the rub out of this match. Okay. Because this match isn't about Hangman. This pay-per-view is is leading up is is a chapter building towards cuz we've been getting it on television what sides Adam Cole on. Is he with Red Dragon, mm-hmm. Undisputed Era, or is he with Bullet Club, Young Bucks? Kenny Omega. Yeah. So, there's going to be an amalgamation of things that are going to happen through the night that uh, towards the end, it's going to boil over to where, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, I'm at a nine. Cole, uh, Hangman Page is definitely winning this hands down. Um, Hangman's coming out with it. Of course. He ain't losing it to Cole. No. Wow. Because, we're, because the tag match, uh, the triple threat tag match is going to plant seeds. Deeper in the ground, next mm-hmm. to stuff that's already growing, where we get Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Matt and Nick, Kenny Omega. That's what this is boiling down to. Now, for control of the elite or whatever. Where does I might be going too far down this rabbit hole? Where does Switchblade fall into all this with the rest of the actual Bullet Club? He's a mercenary. Just like Kento was when he first showed up. Switchblade is the goddamn leader of the Bullet Club, which they even said it. It's part of the canon. We're like you're your Bullet Club. You're always Bullet Club. That's what all this so, tension is built off of. So the Bullet two, Club. So two weeks ago, mm-hmm. when Hangman went in the ring and started beating the shit out of Red Dragon, and then Hangman looked at the Bucks, and the Bucks were like. What happened when Hangman won the title and the Bucks were ringside? What did they do? So, Stadium Stampede or Blood and Guts. Jay White, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, Hangman. Hangman's back in the fold. What about the Dark Order? See, that's funny. Because <laughs> the shit that's on fucking being the elite. Porsche said you should watch Impact to find out, okay? Being the elite is grossly underrated. And we have Hector sucking that dick every Monday. Yeah. It's still grossly underrated. Yeah. But here's the problem. Same thing with WWE. You have three hours of weekly television. If it's not worthy to be on those three hours of weekly television, we're not supposed to give a fuck. So I'm not watching Total Divas. I'm not watching Dark. I'm not watching Black. I'm not watching White. I'm not watching Elevation. I'm not watching Be the Elite. I'm not watching Being the Maybes. I'm not watching Being the Jobbers. Nothing. I've already got two hours of Dynamite and one hour Rampage. That's all you got. So it's a nice little B-roll. It's a nice little... Jessica Jones, Nick Cage, but nah, I'm watching the the movies. I'm watching Strange. I'm watching Iron Man. I'm watching Captain America. So the Dark Order stuff, it's cute. It's fun. But that's not on our television. That's no reference whatsoever on Dynamite or Rampage about any of this shit between Adam Cole and Dark Order. It's cool, but if it's not on television, it ain't canon. Alright. So Total Divas was canceled. Oh, okay. Thank you, Portia. Total Bellas. Another spinoff. Oh wait, Corey and Carmella. Nah, I'm not watching any of that shit. Raw, SmackDown, and that's a that's and that's a big ask. So yeah, but that's it. Okay. So 
We're just going to go on chain of command here because I mentioned it earlier. All right. Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, Young Bacchus, Triple Threat, Tagatatos. Can I give a little bit of love to that Casino Battle Royal match first? Which one? The second one. Oh, my God. Where Dante and... Uh, Nathan. No, not Nathan. What's his, uh, his brother's name? Yeah. No, it's not Nathan. It's Darius. Darius. Yeah. Darius. Darius came back, had a great showing, went from bell to bell, basically. Great booking. Being great that booking. last elimination. Yeah. yeah. I actually great thought booking. they were going to give it to him. Where I didn't... I was blinded to the obviousness of having Red Dragon and Young Bucks in there because of all the tension. Like, I don't know why I just didn't think that that was actually going to happen. Now maybe, that, maybe Young Bucks interfere with Red Dragon, that triple threat, because they couldn't get in. You know, I was thinking something like, along those yeah. lines. Like, when, when Red Dragon was out there, I thought Red Dragon was going to cost the Bucks the shot. And yeah. then, then Top Flight would be in there. Because I really thought they were going to give it to Top Flight. Uh, but they didn't. And then after, like, I look at it on paper, I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. I get it now. I get it. I get it. That The tension of, you know, the former or current Bullet Club, you know, a bunch of Bullet Club, always Bullet Club members. Yeah, like, it makes sense now. But I I didn't think it was going to happen. But I loved, loved, loved that Casino Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, at the end, once we got down to where it's not just about uh, eliminations, where because I mean, yes, obviously it's always about eliminations, but where it wasn't like beef, 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 and then just throwing out one one at a time. Right? Action, yeah. Where FTR, where where Young Bucks, yeah, and poor little Darius, yeah, yeah. Like I thought that was really cool and a lot of fun spots, and I thought Darius was gonna win it. And, and when the Red Dragon, when Red Dragon was out there, I was like, "Fuck, what are they gonna do?" Darius gonna saw him, looked at him, and like. It was cool, man. It was just, it was fun pinball action. It was cool, man. I really like that. Two nits to pick from the nerd, from the geek. So, from the nerd, another LOL moment listening to Max Caster's rap. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit about Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping HBO Max references. There were several that night, last night on Rampage. But also dropping that nice little nugget of. What the fuck we're doing here? We've been ranked number one for weeks. <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be a ranking system? <laughs> Two overly established teams that don't necessarily need the rub that are in this match to propel their own storyline. They aren't nece- another situation where they're not necessarily going to um, raise the profile of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah. It would have been more, I won't say cost effective, but it would have been better storytelling where both teams got rub was build up four weeks of battle raps between the acclaimed, building up for acclaimed, rightfully deserving number one ranked tag team contenders against Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. The, there's, a, there's enough going on with the with, well, with my perceived storyline idea of the undisputed era against the elite that you don't need to overdo it and have two or three or four matches on your pay-per-view continue that you could okay. you could you could say you can have the young bucks red dragon rivalry on dynamite okay in the meantime 
and just and then just have Cole versus Page Hangman be enough to be the vehicle just for Sunday to continue that storyline so that you can give an up-and-coming team like the Acclaimed versus A Boy and His Dinosaur to fan-favorite teams, again, AEW teams, instead of sucking that WWE tit. You know? The... I mean, at, at some point you're going to say that they're sucking the New Japan tit. Because of all the Bullet Club stuff, that's still yeah, there. Yeah, but that's but, not you know. the e- but that's not the biggest hit. Okay. Oh, well, after the announcement, that's not, that not even might even be the second biggest hit. The that was the nerd in me. The geek in me was surprisingly very disappointed that the last team was not reach for the sky, boy. Yeah, that's true. At some point, somebody's got to bust the fucking nut and give us the Briscoes versus FTR. They ended final battle last year, Ring of Honor supposedly last pay-per-view, with this. Yeah. And have done but fuck nothing with it. <laughs> other than some badass promos on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And now the Hardys are jumping in. I think Jeff had like more H-bombs than the hot dog song on Lid Biscuit's Chocolate Starfish album. It's like way out there. But at some point, you got to give it to us. Yeah, and so when the announcement was made in the beginning about Ring of Honor, which again we'll get there eventually, that would have been the red carpet for the world to see what the fuck the Briscoes are. Yeah, yeah, you know, Briscoes mixing it up with the Young Bucks, Briscoes mixing it up with FTR. If Briscoes would have gotten in early mm-hmm. and the acclaimed battle rap on them, oh fuck, acclaimed battle rap against the Briscoes talking shit at the farm, oh. <laughs> Very disappointed that your Ring of Honor tag, Ring of Honor tag champions, didn't show up in that turmoil. But all right, those all right. were my two nits to pick. That fucking the first one was fun. Yeah, the second one was very well faced, very well paced, very well booked. And other than the Briscoes, I've got no problem with the Young Bucks. All right, so the triple threat at eight, eight. That's fair. Um, I think I'm gonna go a notch higher and say nine. Okay. Uh, who do you have winning? Jungle Express. Jurassic Express. Just, because this yeah. match has nothing to do with them. This match has everything to do with the apparent soon-to-be conflict between Elite and So Bullet you Club. think they're going to squeak out a win while the other yeah. two are killing each other? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's rare. Uh, yeah, I... If you put the belts on one or the other of the challengers, I think that'll diffuse some of the the unspoken friction between the two because if one of them gets the belt then they're like we're all champions hey we got yeah we got yeah. the belt we're cool yeah, don't be mad at us we told you yeah. you're gonna get in the next week and you yeah. got in the next but week but if they so. lose it's like well you cost us the, the, the title no, because... you cost us the title yeah 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 okay so this is a two-parter this Friday on Rampage Christian Cage versus Ethan Page for the final spot in the in the face of the revolution ladder match. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with about a six. Six. Um, I got uh, Ethan Page winning. He needs it. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs it. Christian doesn't. Uh, Christian is a manager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. With that said, Keith Lee. Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and in our opinion, Ethan Page. Yeah. Those six guys, face of the revolution ladder match, mm-hmm. for a shot at the world title. Yeah. 
Give me a number. Give me a winner. I would be at a fucking 10 for this if it wasn't for the track record of the winner of this particular match. This isn't exactly money in the bank. Uh, mostly because Scorpio's guy didn't do shit all with it. Brian Cage didn't do anything either. Exactly. Yeah. So this might be more Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal than Money in the Bank. So I'm at an 8 because of that. But if it wasn't if it wasn't for that, I'd be at a 10. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I got to go with Keith Lee. Although I think we've seen Keith Lee win a ladder match before and that be like a spectacle. Um, and I don't know if the, you could recreate that again without being too on the nose. Like, hey, now we have Keith Lee, guys. Look what we got. You know, but I still want to see Keith Lee get a, a title shot. You know, and I want to see him win something very high profile. And I want to see everybody bouncing off of him, including all the other big guys that are in there. What are you doing? What, what the fuck? What? That's a seed that's just been planted. Okay. Oh, here we go. My pick at a number nine ranking for this match. Sometimes the obvious is the easiest. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not. War Daddy! Powerbomb Symphony! Da -da 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 -da. Wardlow is winning and Wardlow is losing because MJF is going to interfere. And that's where you get the Wardlow turn because Wardlow has a shot and he has a better chance of beating Hangman than MJF does. Okay. You know what? Let's go back to that promo of Wardlow and MJF real quick because I want to say something. What's your podcast? What, You're going to say it anyway. What, what MJF has over Wardlow is the fact that he is the employer of Wardlow and not Tony Khan. Yeah. And that it's, it's MJF's... And... No, no, no. It's, it, it, MJF is being nice enough to him to let him compete, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Why would he? Why would he even risk letting MJ or Wardlow become important enough have a ranking have a standing to where you know he can eventually maybe challenge for a title that you don't want him to have well technically this isn't a ranking he you're right spot so he again <laughs> why would why would MJF want to risk that because he needs Wardlow in his pocket Okay. If you expect Wardlow to interfere and have CM Punk all that Wardlow. being said I do think it is a little flimsy that Oh, well, you work for me. You don't work for AEW. Then why the fuck would AEW ever sanction a match with him you when know, he's not even on the payroll? You know, Wardlow, you let me. You left me bleeding in the ring instead of helping me be punk. So since I'm still your boss, I'm taking your title shot. No, no, I get that. <laughs> but the premise, the preface of all this is that he doesn't actually fight for AEW. Thus... Why the fuck does AEW sanction almost, a match with them? It hasn't been implied, but I would think it's almost like consignment. Okay. That being said, that's gonna. That that's being gonna, said, yeah, that's gonna. For all he has to do, all Wardlow has to do is, you know what? Fuck you, MJF. Mm, lay him out. He gets fired, and Tony Khan says, "Let me open the checkbook," and that's it. Like it's that easy. It's that easy. He shouldn't be afraid for not being able to provide for his family because you're telling me that you can't get hired anywhere else? 
even even if MJF didn't hire you, even if MJF fired you, and you can't get Daddy Tony Khan to open up the checkbook, bitch, go to Ring of Honor. Go to Impact. You know, you, dude, you look at you. Look at yourself. Look, you know what? Hold on. Ward Daddy. Wardlow. I'm talking here. We have, man, a lot of, we have a lot of viewers. Shut up. Wardlow, don't pay attention to him. Pay attention to me. Focus on me. Focus on me, okay? Listen, you are enough. You are a good wrestler. You deserve to say. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You deserve every penny you get. And you know what? You even deserve better entrance music as well. But you don't need MJF. You don't need his money. You get your own money. Because you're a strong, independent black woman. You don't need no man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm done. I broke. I broke. <laughs> you are smart. He you are kind and you are beautiful. He don't get those accolades until he starts whipping MJF with his hair. Okay. Then. Oh. Yeah. Then. Uh, Portia says that Hobbs is winning this. Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, see, that would make sense. Again, going back to track record. Powerhouse Hobbs wins it. Yay! Good job! You don't get shit. You squandered the, the, the championship match and then you never get heard from again. Just like Cage, just like Scorpio Sky. Nerd in me says that if Powerhouse Hobbs is second in the ranking so far for 2022, he doesn't really need to fucking win anyway. Okay, cool. But either way, it's like a nice thing for a mid-carder. Which I would like this to not be a nice thing for mid Carter. I like this to be a springboard for somebody to come See, out, my dumbass would probably, out of the mid card into the main event. My dumbass, if I had Tony Khan's money, would give it to Ricky Starks just for Ricky Starks to, to, to take that chip and put it in the trash can because he doesn't need a title shot when he has the superior title already. If we're making all the fucking titles relevant and you want to put over the fact that Ricky Starks is that guy. <laughs> and that's something you don't see every day. Is to have a, I've always had this booking in the back of my mind of somebody winning a world title just as a face or someone that's, like st that's lost in their character to just show up the next night on television and just relinquish the title because he's never needed gold. He's never needed leather. He's never needed an audience opinion. He's never needed ratings. He's never needed a boss to validate that he's always been a fucking champion. <laughs> okay. That's out the box. All right. But easy's easy, and I'm dumb. Wardlow. Okay. And then we get Andre Ted DiBiase shenanigans with okay. the title shot. All right. And that furthers the plot. Cool. Chris Jericho against Eddie Kingston. Be nice. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Um, Story-wise, it's kind of interesting. Um, when Pride and Powerful came up to Chris Jericho at the end of the promo there and just like fist bumped, I was like, what, what the why huh now they're cool with them i thought they were beefing nah because jericho was talking smack he's like hey y'all tried to do it on your own y'all fucking lost hey guess what happened they went and tried to do it on their own again and guess what happened they fucking lost so they so yeah i i guess you were kind of right boss i guess he was kind of right so they unbeefed so they were beefing and then they're not beefing no more because they just lost but what about eddie they loved eddie because eddie was their first daddy what 
Like, okay, I don't get it. Whatever. And, and that's actually the most interesting thing about this. Like, GFY. Okay, cool. Jericho and Eddie Kingston don't like each other. All right. Eddie Kingston pretends like he doesn't know wrestling insider terms. Okay. Jericho's using wrestler insider terms to show the fact that, hey, he's such a rookie noob that he doesn't know insider terms. Hey, ah. fuck this guy. If he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to fight, fucking bring, bring me fucking Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale. Let's yeah. get some action. Let's put over some girls. I'm not here to talk Jerry Springer shit. This ain't revolution. So if you're not going to fight me, get the fuck on. And I really don't <laughs> even like Eddie Kingston all that much. So I'm like, ah, seven. It, it's good enough. You're good. Okay. It's good enough, but I'm like, eh. What's winning me over on this Eddie Kingston rivalry more than anything is... Eddie Kingston's winning, by the way. Because Jericho likes to put other people... Eddie Kingston's authenticity. God, how can you not... You don't need to read the Players' Tribune article. Just look at the guy. Well, I haven't read it. Yeah. And I do look at the guy. It's like looking at me. It's like looking at you. He just goes out there and just tells it how it is. And since you brought it up, give the devil his due. Okay. People have been fucking dogging Jericho's cake belly for months. Oh. And what did he do about it? He got lipo. Is that what it was? I guess. Or cryo freeze? I don't know. Or like nine did. hours a day of the DDP yoga? Or they got, he got a little marker and then just went like that and drew in the abs. That's what he did. I don't know what he did. But he did something about it. He did Instead something of bitching it. and complaining that people yeah. don't like me, yada, yeah, yeah, yada, yeah. I, got, I respect that. Yeah. I'm going to eat for this match. Eddie saved Moxie's life. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I've got Eddie winning. Okay. Eddie is going to lift Jericho up, and he's going to wait for that handshake, and Jericho's going to kick him in the balls and turn heel. Okay. We might get another match of this later. Uh, also happening on Friday, triple threat for the TNT title, Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. Darby Allen, mm-hmm. Andrade El Idolo. I was surprised when they were talking about this and then they said on Friday and I'm like, wait, don't you mean on Sunday? Wait, what? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, nine, nine, um, I mean, I would be out of 10 just because on paper, this sounds badass. Um, but it's on Rampage, so I think that just means that Sammy's going to win. If there was if there was a chance for a title change, it would be at the pay-per-view, and I think that I'd be out of 10 because I'm like, oh, shit, maybe, mm. mm-hmm. you know, but eh, Sammy's winning this. But on paper, this sounds like it's going to be badass. Nine, uh, it helps that this episode of Rampage is going to be live because they're in Orlando. For a revolution, yes. Um, I think it's time for Andrade to have it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it's time. Okay. Uh, Jojo agrees with you. Andrade, which leads to Sunday. Andrade, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, six man tag against. Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. Again, I thought this match should have been on Rampage. Look, like the, these two matches should have been flip flop. Um, but you need Sting star power on pay per view. Yeah, I guess. 
You could use Sting star power on the fucking TV show where you're trying to get ratings. I don't know. Either way, Sting will be out there. Um, so I, at the end of the day, it's just a triple threat match for I don't know grudge. I guess not mm-hmm. even really a grudge. Uh, whatever. Six man. Uh, yeah, I, it's triple threat. Sorry. Yeah, six man, three on three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with a six, and I got. The face is winning to further confound and confuzzle and confuse Matt Hardy. Yeah. So Matt Hardy's little little same going craziness. I've got six and I've got the I've got the faces winning. Okay. But that's because I got Andrade winning on Friday. Okay. So you gotta give him something. Okay. Uh Jane Cargill against Tay Conti for the TBS title. I'm at an eight. Um Jay's winning this. Uh it's gonna be her hardest fought match yet. Uh, so I really, really want to see it. I, I'm i going to be wanting to see if this is going to be in a loss. People still being impressed with Conti kind yeah. of thing. Even though a lot of people are already impressed with Conti. Um, but I don't I don't see Jade losing anytime soon. Especially since they just started this winning streak thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they really did try to go, was it 72 and oh is what Goldberg was at. Mm-hmm. That if they try to do that shit with her, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so yeah, Jade's winning eight, seven. Okay. I've got Jade winning. Okay. You mentioned this. I was going to ask you who, who does, who does, who's the one to beat Jade. And I think we don't get there yet. I think that Jade beats Thunder Rosa and his two belts and is still undefeated. Oh, shit. <laughs> then who? Who you could build, take her out? You build someone. Okay. Hell, you merge Ring of Honor. Who's the women's champ right now in Ring of Deanna Honor? Deanna Prazo. And Deanna still has a couple of belts too, right? Mm-hmm. She Dre, has the... Dre de Reinas. Yeah, the AAA. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dre de Reinas and... Uh... And the ROH belt. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that might be good. Yeah. <laughs> Porsche says nobody's gonna beat her until Jade's daughter is old enough to be <laughs> to beat her. <laughs> Mother versus daughter match. <laughs> Twenty what? years later. What if it's Camille? Camille? I don't see that now. No. I, don't, I mean, maybe with enough build, yeah, but right now, no. Camille will just be f- more fodder. QT, buy-in. QT Marshall against Hook. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Rampage? Yeah. What do you What do you think about Hook? I really like Hook. Um, Why? So, okay. I liked Hook the first match he was in. With Fuego? Yes, I oh, thought yeah. it was a really good match. I thought, oh, this is just going to be a sloppy greenhouse <laughs> fucking match. But um, he wasn't that green. And he did the fucking Taz mission and the Tazplex, calling it different stuff without being too on the nose. Like, hey, this is my kid, you know. And, and hearing Taz like, mark out on commentary yeah. had some, had some authenticity like, to it, it, it was strangely wholesome. Yeah. You know, and... um. He remind his in-ring style was executed very well to where it reminded me of an old ECW Taz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, this guy's a spitting image of his dad, like for realsies. 
Except um, a whole lot of hair. A whole lot of hair and, like, buffer. Uh, you know, yeah. he's more cut. And I, I think that's a good look on him. And his demeanor, he's not doing anything he doesn't need to be doing. I love it. I love it a lot, man. Like, he's not trying to... He's not trying to not be himself. It, it was like Taz or whoever that's been coaching him up says, don't do too much. Just do enough. Accentuate the positives. Accentuate yourself. Yeah. Ex- Hide the negatives. And be yourself. Yeah. And that's that's all he's doing. And it works. And the music kind of works with him. And it's, yeah, yeah. Like it, it just, it all, it fits. It fits. So, yeah, I like it. And, and. Fucking Jason Todd looking ass motherfucker from uh, Titans. That's who I thought it was at first. I was like, what the fuck is Jason Todd from Titans doing out there? <laughs> He's stupid, fool. Yeah. He's a goddamn Jason Todd. That's what Porsche says. Yeah. Uh, I'm at a seven. It's mostly for Hook. I think QT might cheat a win. Okay. Just to keep it going. But, because, um, like, I'm watching this with Travis and Scott, and they. They're like fueled by Coronet, kind of. So uh-huh. they're focusing more on the negative than the positive. What's and Coronet's take on Hook? He's loving Hook. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't think I don't think they're ready for the reaction Hook's gonna get when he comes out in front of a huge arena crowd. Okay. For fucking uh, for that fucking show. And then speaking of Rampage, hold on. I think another thing that I want to throw out there, and this might be a lot of what I just said. But I think that with Hook, there's some authenticity there as well. Like, he's just authentically, wh- like, what you see, what you get kind of thing. Did you, you know? see that video of, of uh, Hook at the strip club? And he's just sitting there. Yeah. Same demeanor that he's, like. Same demeanor. He's just there. Yeah. He's not, like, the ass yeah. is right here. He's just like. Yeah, that's the mess. <laughs> yeah, I got money. Yeah. Yeah, I sold some shirts. Yeah, that that that's, that that looked like he had just got that first it's, merch check. It's like a a non comedic Orange Cassidy, <laughs> but it's weird because he kind of has that gimmick, and not in a negative way. Again, yeah, you, you you mentioned it earlier. His whole stick on being the elite, he's got a bag of Funyuns. He don't talk. He's just like, or like Judo Master from fucking Peacemaker. He's just eating the Cheetos. Yeah, <laughs> and then he whoops ass. <laughs> Chris Statlander against Layla Hirsch. Uh, seven. Um, I like this little... I don't know if it's a full-on out feud, but it's definitely a feud because they, they've been going there for a while. So it's, it's like a little nice snacky mini feud, right? Um, so, yeah, I, seven. Uh, I would say Layla would win it, but... I don't know if they're going to want to be like, hey, look at this Russian who's winning stuff right now. I don't know. I wouldn't mind it if they did. You know, if Layla did win, I wouldn't mind it. But I could see where, like, some people would be like, yeah, we shouldn't let the Russian win, you know, because of, you know, what's going on. <laughs> Detour. Okay. What is going on? Hey, you know, there's a there's a war going on over in the This Ukraine. was the answer I was expecting when I asked you what's been overtaking your Facebook feed. My Facebook oh. feed is fucking everybody's giving the middle finger to fucking to, oh. to fucking Russia. Oh. <laughs> I what, thought you meant like this my a, wrestling this feed. Is, this is a new I was about to say do you only have wrestling friends that only watch wrestling and peacemaker cuz fuck. Yes, there's bitch. a fucking war going on right now. Yeah. And the ammunition is not just bullets. Yeah. 
This Why is, no wrestling this, dweebs? This is what, this is you're what, one of them. This is what, you're yeah. the main one. Yeah, but I, I have Fifty Shades of Grey. Ah, I do other things. I see other things. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. So you ain't got to worry about fucking... God damn, dude. The shit that's going on right now is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. And you could just tell China's just sitting back with popcorn. Because as soon as... As much as Russia's trying to get away with in Ukraine, you know China's looking over that water at Taiwan like... Yeah, we should do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if we're wrestling booking... Russia and China against the U.S., we're... Fucked. Well, because NATO's doing this. They're not doing shit. <laughs> well. <laughs> long-term booking. <laughs> so. I mean, long-term booking is booking. It's not just the U.S., right? Uh, and, and for anybody, not just Russia, not just China, but for anybody to try to invade the United States, if you're not Canada or Mexico, you got a long way to go to actually even get here to first wage a war, to wage wage an invasion. Uh, so it, it's geographically difficult to, to invade the U.S. It is. Um, and I'm not saying that because America, we're the best country ever. No, I'm, I'm just, that's, that's just a yeah. fact. Because it, it's going to be hard to get here. The, the closest threat that we would have is by Russia by way of Alaska. Mm-hmm. Like if they cross the Bering Strait, right? Oh, but um, that's where the cold comes from. Nobody wants Alaska anyway. Right. And then again, you're not just fighting the U.S. If you're coming through Alaska, that also means you got to trample over Canada. So now you got U.S. But they're and so Canada. nice. They're going to just roll out They still mats. got an army, bitch. Like, it, yeah. it's still the same thing. Like, it, it jokes aside. You want some snow, eh? Uh, so, man, this, I, this makes me hopeful that, that countries won't go fucking balls out because it's when you're crippling their fucking finances mm-hmm. when obliarchs are getting their yachts and their money seized <laughs> when the swift when when you're like no longer in the swift code yeah. you're not kidding your banks aren't getting shit yeah and your 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 ruples are tanking yeah you know no apple no facebook no no warner brothers they no wwe Batman. no dick nothing yeah they cut off Pornhub. That's again. That's the same. That's the same argument we had before with Saudi Arabia. Oh, they suck. But do their citizens suffer if WWE doesn't go over there for yeah. the sake of saying ah? Uh, so why do the Russian people have to suffer because the government's shit? Does it make it any better or any worse that they're not getting Batman, well, WrestleMania, they're, internet? They're definitely money, not bread, food. They're definitely not suffering as bad as the Ukrainian people Obviously. are suffering right now. Obviously. You know, that's a little bit different. We're yeah. gonna, you know, one is like, hey, I'm going to take out the belt and whip your ass. And the other one is, hey, go sit in the corner and no Nintendo for the night. Yeah. Okay. You know, let's, let's call it. You, you're not going to eat your dinner. Yeah. Like, dude, it is a punishment. And it, the, the sanctions are working, but I don't know if that's re- yeah, I think again. It's not you're enough, punishing but you're the in the right direction. Yeah, you're yeah. punishing the people, and the way it should work is that the people are getting punished, and you, as a leader who's serving the people, should be like, "Oh shit, you're fucking up my country. You're fucking up my people. Mm-hmm. So let me stop." But well, we might be a little bit too far gone in the mind of the really higher ups of Russia. Like they might not care. Like. 
some of you are willing to die and I'm okay to make those sacrifices. You know, like that kind of thing. So it may not work. So you might have to escalate that. But I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. Putin be cray cray. <laughs> That's what Portia just said. That sounds about right. Putin be cray cray. Google Translate, whatever the Russian term of that is. We'll throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, that's a fucking... Uh, Dude, Layla Hirsch can cut a promo. She can. She's pretty cool. The, the Jim Cornette in me is about to come out, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but there's about at least five or six people on that roster that would be a lot better if, in Travis's words, would eat a fucking sandwich. <laughs> if Layla was if Layla was five six, she'd have a belt right now. If Hook was an extra 30 pounds, he'd be on Dynamite and not Rampage. <laughs> if Jungle Boy <laughs> ate a sandwich. <laughs> because damn, dude. And, and Layla's, re- Layla's mat wrestling is fucking good. It is. It's really good. You know? But it's, that's the other issue when you're absorbing free agent WWE talent. You're buying Ring of Honor. And you also have your own people something's gonna give mm-hmm. and as we might like Layla Hirsch a lot but you still got Statlander Baker Rosa who are the other people oh, Jade Ty Anna Jay you still there's so Money. much there's so much talent above that it's gonna take so long that you kind of that you kind of wonder if you're gonna rise through yeah you know and that's and that's in that's every fucking division in AEW right now mm-hmm. every so now that they've Acquired Ring of Honor, what do you do? All right, so we're done previewing Revolution. Let's talk about the big news from the week, Ring yeah. of Honor. Um, so the big rumors are that, well, two things. One, that part of this deal is to help solidify uh, streaming content partnered with HBO Max. And that HBO Max will have... All AEW stuff plus all of Ring of Honor stuff. And then maybe, maybe not, they bought the Impact library as well. We're not sure, but we all know that Impact, Ring of Honor, and AEW all plays on, play nice together. So it's not far-fetched. Mm-hmm. So that's one aspect of it. Um, and the other aspect is that there's the rumor is that ROH is going to be basically a developmental system for AEW. It's going to be their NXT, possibly, which I don't know. I mean, if WWE really earnestly is not going to bring people from the indies anymore and only want people that come up through their education for their style, for their system, then where does that leave all the rest of the indies, the people that have traditionally said, I'm going to go to my local wrestling school, wrestle in Houston, wrestle all over Texas, then get uh, noticed at WrestleMania weekend by ROH, by New Japan, by AEW, and now, like, 15 years later, you've made it. What's going to happen to all those people? Well, here's, here's your out. You know, because you're not getting into WWE because WWE is only getting uh, former football players that are fresh out of college, right? They would never pick up MJF because MJF didn't want to go to college. He just wanted to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't want to go to college or and you didn't get called up by fucking WWE, you go to the G League. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, in the wrestling case, the G League might be better. <sighs> My worry was with... The bro with the bloated roster at some point was 
I don't want three-hour dynamites and I don't want two-hour rampages or three-hour rampages. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens on YouTube, it's inconsequential to me. Whatever happens on being deleted, it's inconsequential to me. Okay. If, RO- if Tony Khan's idea is to continue having ROH as a separate weekly televised farm system, that's too much. They need to go old-school Ring of Honor where they did a couple of shows here and there and they went DVD trading, except you don't need to trade DVDs. You go on to Honor Club or AEW Club or the Elite Express or whatever the fuck you want to call the new network and backlog Ring of Honor stuff, upload a show or two a month. That's Ring of Honor specific. So you can get to know some of the guys or yeah. girls or classic talent from before. Yeah. And spotlight them in a special every now and then or have what i've been saying before you want people to look at that product you have to put some of that product on your bigger stages so i would have jonathan gresham defend the ring of honor world title at revolution this sunday okay or i would have the briscoes defend the ring of honor titles or something to be like hey ring of honor's not dead or if you want their lineage to continue the next battle of the belt should be merging whatever titles they still have. So Diana Perrazzo versus Thunder Rosa. Briscoes versus Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham against Hangman. You know? Something yeah. like that. But So you don't want him to go full NXT on it. No. Where and they technically can't because NXT, not NXT 2.0. Not NXT in general. Because okay. they right now. Now that Sinclair no longer owns Ring of Honor, Mm -hmm. they no longer have the necessity to give them television time. So right now, Ring of Honor has no television contract. Right. So it's easier to just do a couple of house shows a month, bring back your old super, all your titles for all the the pay-per-view titles or show titles for every show that you had. And instead of DVD, you put on your on-demand. Oh, damn. What's up, Hector? You're late. And I'm sure this is going to sound all weird because the show just started and we already went through Revolution. It's done. <laughs> so we didn't save that for the end this time. Um, yeah, Ring of Honor, two yeah. shows, three shows a month, and put it on Honor Club. All your past AEW shows. I if, mean, it's Honor if, Club still a thing? Yeah. If okay. you go to H- – what I would like to see, HBO Max, Dynamite, Rampage, available next day. Mm-hmm. If not live streaming, mm-hmm. I don't know of so many people that pay sixty bucks for a pay per view that's happened three months after. Right. So just like the theater scale, where a movie's in a theater for eight or nine weeks, and then eventually that movie goes to DVD, or in this case, will go to the streaming service. Yeah. Have a uh, full gear available this weekend okay. before Revolution. You know, and so you so you can still get your pay per view revenue mm-hmm. from uh, Bleacher Report or from cable systems or from overseas, and then once Not that's Russia. Th- that's once that's tired out, <laughs> then you put it on there for everybody else to watch. Okay. Um, so so you you wouldn't want. I don't want more weekly television. Okay. Well, let's see. Here's Even the thing. if you're breaking it here's up. Here's the thing. Before AEW, uh, well, before Ring of Honor said, hey, we're going bankrupt, they had weekly television. And you were trying to convince me to watch it. But it was hard to watch because you couldn't find it. So you were okay with it then, but you're not okay with it now? Especially if it's a different brand. 
Same uh, different the thing, company. But the thing is, it was a different company. Okay. But when you see Dolph Ziggler and Charlotte Flair and Cesaro and Tyson Kidd from your main roster showing up to NXT, NXT is no longer independent. It's dependent on Raw and SmackDown. It's just the so, forbidden door. So if you, what you mark out for? Yeah, but it's not forbidden if everybody's in it. You know what I mean? Oh well. <laughs> Yes. You're anti-establishment until okay. you become part of the establishment. All right, right. all right, all right. So it it does it doesn't ROH will if you, if you're gonna see AEW people in ROH, then it's probably gonna it's 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 I would see it as more programming under okay. the AEW flag. Okay. So the same the same issue we had right now with NXT is the moment NXT tried to become independent wrestling, it failed. Instead of NXT being what it was. They had a couple of indie guys, but they had a, mostly their own their own talent creeping up until yeah. they started signing Kenta, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Even yeah, then, it was fucking badass. But it wasn't overrun, where it wasn't homegrown talent. Otherwise, Vince McMahon would have kept it that way. Uh, man, no, no. Like, that was his heyday. That was when it was at its peak. People fucking loved it when we had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and fucking Shinsuke there. All that shit got ruined when they went to the main roster. If the NXT, if the network came out two years earlier and we were watching the NXT with before it was heavy of the indie wrestlers, outside indie wrestlers, yeah, you would still love it just as much because you had access to it. Probably, yeah. I mean, it was still pretty good. I don't know, man. I I don't know what they're going to do with ROH. I'm not sure what the master plan is. But. I doubt they're making another but, show. But. If the brand stays alive. That's good for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because of the legacy. And if. Whether it's monthly, bi-monthly, weekly. Uh, not a show but just pay-per-views. Maybe it's never televised. You just had to go locally. Whatever the case may be. My ears are going to perk up whenever any ROH news comes around. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I would rather see another hour of ROH and add that to my rotation right now as it stands than to tune into NXT 2.0. Why? Because I'm not soured on ROH and there's a lot of positive equity with AEW and their management. And I've been wanting to watch Gresham, Shane Taylor, you know, and all the fucking Deanna Parazzo. Uh, well, it's too late now with fucking Danhausen, but I wanted to watch Danhausen. You know, so I've been wanting to see them. Briscoes, you know, I- I've been wanting to see what the fuck happens with these guys, you know, and-, and watch their show. But, you know, just access and not being able to. But, like, if, if, if I could have done, which I did do, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, one hour of NXT for years, then I could do two hours of Dynamite, one hour of Rampage, and one hour of ROH. I can do that. Wow. You're, you're willing to just yeah. part ways with the, the Federation. I already have, dude. I haven't watched shit except for uh, Royal Rumble between now and last fucking October. <laughs> I already have. <laughs> the people they don't use regularly on Dynamite and Rampage should be the main guys in ROH. That says Porsche. Uh, Hector says replace AEW Dark and Dark Elevation with ROH. Yes. 
Okay. But again, that it has been already because those first episodes of Dark and even some of the Elevation, there were 13, 14, 15, 16 squash matches a fucking week. Yeah. Each. Yeah. They've cut that down a lot. Now yeah. it's like six or seven matches on Monday, six or seven matches on Tuesday. Yeah. If they can condense that to one hour between both days, kill one, of, kill both of the AEW shows and just make one show for Ring of Honor that's one hour every week on YouTube, mm-hmm. I think that would be a fair compromise. Okay. I can make that work. Okay. I think I can make that work. I kind of lied a little bit because my feed was mostly Russia, Ukraine, AW, Russia, Ukraine, AW. Holy fuck, Nikita Lions. <laughs> 30 seconds, go, Nikita Lions. I mean, I don't need to tune into NXT to see that because I got the memes, I got the pictures, I got the gifts. And you live with two at home. <laughs> so. I already seen what I done needed to see when it comes to the Nikita Lions. And I like what I see. No shade, no tea. <laughs> you know, but like. All right. Any potential to get you to start watching a little bit of NXT 2.0? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not there yet. Have you seen Wendy Chu? No. I haven't seen Wendy Chu. <laughs> <sighs> but. 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 If if there's even more hype aside from, damn, look at that fat ass. If there's, like, actual hype about, like, you know, how she's wrestling and, like, she's the next coming of, like, I don't know, whoever, Daniel Bryan, except in female form, and she got that ass, then, all right, I might have to actually tune in. You know, if the hype becomes so overwhelming. Right now, it's just like, damn, I wish she pinned me like that, which I'm like, yeah, agreed. But like, all I need to do is look at the look what? at the photo, and that's yeah. it. And then what? You know, yeah. I, I looked at the photo. <laughs> I looked at the photo. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah my yeah. right hand's mm-hmm. limp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Down goes Madcap Moss. Uh, Porsche says she was the lady who was on Women of Wrestling as Faith. Yeah, Nikita. It was yeah. Faith. Okay. All right. Speaking of gifts. Yeah. First thing that popped in your mind when you saw that bump Madcap Moss took at Saudi. Oh, man. I was like, damn, that sucks. He did. He did. Damn. That's it. Career over. He did. Um, but he's all right. So good. Good for him. But fuck that. Mm. Mm. I'm glad he's fine. <sighs> Down goes Madcap. Out goes Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Lashley has an injury. That sucks. Um... I mean, I did rant and rave a whole lot about, like, why I didn't like the booking of the end of Royal Rumble and why I don't like the booking going into uh, Elimination Chamber and how I think Bobby Lashley's kind of getting screwed over and we don't necessarily need uh, uh, Brock to win the Rumble and the Chamber to have a match that was already set up of him versus Roman. We didn't need all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, some of it is, a, some of it, some of it, just a little bit, un poquito, some of it is a little forgivable because it's like, hey, you got a, a wrench thrown into the system by, uh, uh, Lashley 
coming up with an injury where he needs to take time off. Like, ah, okay, all right, cool, I get it. You you had to do some sort of booking, but dude, some sort of booking just fucking sucks. So it sucks for him. It sucks for the way that the booking happened. It sucks for me as a wrestling fan. I am not interested in, in WrestleMania at all right now. I'm not even sure if I'm going to watch WrestleMania. All my because I was fucking pissed off watching fucking. I, you sweet talked me into watching fucking Royal Rumble, and now I'm like, bitch, why the fuck did you know? Fuck you. All my sympathy goes to Bobby Lashley because it sucks that it happened to him and when it happened to him. I have no sympathy whatsoever for WWE booking because they immensely. Oh, the timing is so bad, but they dropped this ball so bad. You can't yeah. have the same show where Madcap Moss breaks his fucking neck and still finishes the match. And then an hour and a half later, I have Bobby Lashley. <sighs> oh, he's got to get taken out. Oh, my God. I don't fly. You could have gotten more publicity and more eyeballs on the product. Lashley winning the title up front at the Royal Rumble. And then the next night claiming the shoulder injury. And having the sixth mystery spot like the girls. There was a mystery spot until the last week of the before Chamber that it was Alexa Bliss that filled mm. that spot. You could have done that for the guys to be like, oh, who is this motherfucker that's coming? Even mm. if it was a letdown, at least you got the, the anticipation, the hype, the water cooler talk of, oh, yeah. crap, we're guaranteed a new champion. It, and it might not be Brock, you know? Mm. But it's if he has that injury, it's fucking pointless to wheel him out there for four weeks and have this facade... Just for them to not yeah. do fucking shit with them. It just, it made, it, at least it saves, it's, it could save his character. Bobby Lashley's a former MMA fighter. He's undefeated in Strike Force. He's one of the few guys where you can legit say, this motherfucker got hurt training, lifting a thousand pound bench press, and he's out for four months. Yeah. As a shoot, because he's a fucking athlete. He is a, spe- he is a specimen. Yeah. You can get away with that because he's not a sports entertainer. That was an easy out. But how does his character look after how he left Elimination Chamber? He lost the belt and didn't even get fucking pinned. How does that make his character look on television to the national audience? To you in general. Yeah. How does that come across? It comes across bad. Exactly. And there's another layer to it. The layer that Portia brings up. Brock Lesnar, the the booking of Brock Lesnar defeating all the melanated champions is not great. Optics are a thing. Yeah, like you really gonna have Brock just beat every every black champion you ever had ever like, ever ever ever. Damn, and neither one of them ever got a fucking rematch. They were out of the main event. The whole main event picture. Not just the main event rematch. No, they ain't never been in the main event again. <laughs> you couldn't even put Big E as a surprise entrant? And, yeah. they, and at least have Big E and Brock 1 and 2 and have Big E outlast <sighs> everyone but Brock. At least outlast everyone but Brock. And be the last guy eliminated to be like, that fucker wasn't supposed to last that long. Mm-hmm. We need to keep our eyes out on Big E. This, not my, this might not be the last of Big E. Yeah. And maybe repeat at Money in the Bank. Or maybe win something on Raw to headline a B pay-per-view with Brock again. Something. Yeah. Something. We yeah. didn't get that. Yeah. Duh. 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 Where do you put Cesaro?
Well, it's too easy to say somewhere in the House of Khan. <laughs> Whether it's AEW or ROH. Um, I won't mind see him, seeing him in Impact, but I think he would have the most to gain from going to maybe Japan. Yeah, hi! New Japan will probably probably suit him very well. Like, I would like to see him and Tanahashi, him and Saber, him and Okada, him and Osprey. Sonata. Him and Sonata. Yeah. I'd like to see him not... Desperado. Yeah. Phantasma. Yeah. Takahashi. Cesaro's proven that he can he can adapt to any fucking style that you do. And it's been a while since we've seen Claudio Castagnoli at full Claudio Castagnoli speed. Now, I don't know if that just means that in the, what, fucking 15 years or however long it's been that he's been in WWE, maybe he's lost a step. But there's been plenty of matches where he had those flashes of greatness where you're like, oh, don't sleep on this motherfucker. He still is who he is. You know, so I kind of want him to prove it to me. Prove I, it to me I, again, Daddy. I would predict that he, Cesaro and Suzuki Goon. Oh no, Cesaro versus Suzuki Goon. Okay, I would have Cesaro in the finals of the G One and lose. Mm-hmm. However, during the G One, he beats Okada mm. while Okada's champion. And then Cesaro beats Okada for the title, and that's how he goes and headlines Wrestle Kingdom. Damn! Against the winner of the fucking so Cesaro and and the fuck whoever wins the the New Japan uh, G One, their rematches at Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> Porsche so, Claudio is going to go to Twitch and play his MMORPG first. <laughs> I mean, and refine his dad joke talent. Yeah. Holy fuck. And his little fucking switchboard that he likes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> little soundboard. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just spit out the headline and yes. just tell me what the first thing that pops in your mind. Headline, parentheses, control your narrative, even if it's wrong. Go. I was actually kind of excited. Like, oh, what is EC3 doing? Because I kind of like EC3. You know, uh, I thought he kind of got a raw end of the deal in WWE. He had a built-in fucking story that they could have used, especially since WWE was using Dixie. And like, oh, here's Dixie's nephew. Like, cool, just build off of that. Since it's not a bad word to say TNA in WWE anymore, do it. But they didn't, and they just wasted him. And he, he was a good enough talent to be used. So when I see that EC3, oh... And Braun, oh, okay, are going to start their own company. Huh? Hmm, interesting. All right. But then you open up the, the second and third article, and then you read the articles, and it's like, oh. <laughs> so it's like all the canceled people are going to go over there. So we're going to have the your Jackson Rikers of the world, your uh, Austin Arieses. Your villains. Yeah, your Marty Scrolls, like. Oh, the folks that we canceled, the Land of Misfit Toys, they're going to... Oh, okay. Damn, this sucks. Whatever. I don't care. Um, Same. I completely lost interest after hearing about that. Yeah, I was like, ah. Bullshit. (laughs) Control Your Narrative is the hashtag I'm sorry art piece of pro wrestling. 
Portia says, I didn't, I didn't know that part. Which part did you not know? Oh, my BS meter is giving me vibes about this company. I was yeah. correct. <laughs> did you see the thing, though, that he tweeted talking about that, like, you'll get a rage room where, yes. like, you can pay for five a- minutes for the people, the yeah. wrestler you hate the most and just get yeah. them out. Yeah, and take away the keyboard. Thing. That way you're not a keyboard warrior. You just get to yell at them for five minutes. Like, God, how America can that get? Like, oh, you're not going to be a keyboard warrior. Why don't you pay some money to come yell at me and tell it to my face? Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, oh, my God. See, that's the part that they're not ready for. Where it just takes one fan to throw a bottle of water at Joey Janela at a show, and Joey Janela goes into the fan into the crowd and starts beating up that fan. That happened a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It's going to take the wrong personal comment for somebody to for one of those wrestlers that's paid for the panic room to go from ha ha ha, this is fun to I'm gonna gut you. Yeah, <laughs> they're not ready for it. Yeah, yeah, you can tell that uh, other guy that wasn't ready for it. Um, you do not fuck with Kane Velasquez's family. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Man, uh, oof. <laughs> he went full Dominic Toretto. <laughs> I, I woke up Monday, or I woke up Tuesday, and I saw the, holy shit, ESPN's reporting Cain Velasquez is arrested for attempted murder. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. And then by today, I'm like... I kind of want to donate some money to his cause. <laughs> One thing you don't do with Mexicans, you don't fuck with our fucking family. Yeah. And I... It, if it's a cousin, I'm calling the cops. Mm-hmm. Which apparently it's Kane's... Like, it's not his immediate family. Okay. But if it was my kid... Oh, I'd kill every single person standing in front of me that gets in my way of getting yeah. my hands on the person that I really want to behead. Yeah, yeah. So in essence... I fucking understand why Cain Velasquez went off and did what he did. Yeah. You know, you can't, there's some human emotion you can't control. And there's some justice that does not merit or equal in the moment what you think justice is when the wrong is done to you. It's easy for me to say that, that I to fucking say what he should and shouldn't do because I'm, I wasn't, put, well, my emotions weren't fucked with mm-hmm. in that way. I don't know what I would do if my emotions were fucked that way. So if that's how he handled it, you picked the wrong fucking guy to fuck with because it's former heavyweight UFC champ. And that's why I'm at a hard can't relate. I, just, I can't relate to it. Like, I see a lot of people, especially a lot of fucking Red Hat MAGA people yeah. go, going on being like, yeah, I'd fucking kill that guy too and I'd shoot him with my gun in the face, you know? And, and like, people like cheering on this this thing about Kane doing and and it's like I can't help but think what if Kane was wrong not about wrong about like hey you molested my family and, and now I'm going to kill you that's not the part that I'm contesting it's like hey you molested my family and he legitimately got the wrong guy mm-hmm. like I understand his rage I understand the the wanting to have swift and immediate vengeance. His means to an end, except maybe he went the wrong way. Right. Like, there's a reason why we have the justice system, right? Because King Velasquez is not a detective. (laughs) Right? Obviously, yeah. I'm not a detective. 
I'm not a cop. You don't you need know? a lot of certification to be a goddamn bounty hunter. And if he wanted to do it legally, he could have done that. That's the thing, too. So, like, like we're in a shit country. How do... And, and, and that's the other thing. It's going to sound like I'm standing here defending police because... No, I don't, you know, I, I'm not really that fun. Blue is but, not your favorite color either. Yeah, blue's not my favorite color either. But, like, at the same time, it's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta let scientists do science. You gotta let politicians do politicians. You gotta let the justice system do the justice system. You can't take it into your own hands because eventually you're gonna be wrong and you're gonna get the wrong villain. And what what if? And I'm not th- saying that. Oh, this guy wasn't the guy that was molesting Cain Velasquez's kid. I am not or saying cousin that. Cousin or all. family relative, or it's a relative. Whatever right? it was, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm not saying that. Oh well, Cain got the wrong guy. But if like we prop up Cain and other people, because I saw like the story. I want to say maybe like a year ago or something where they showed a courtroom with a guy in fucking orange who said this man was uh, just sentenced to life in prison for killing the person that molested his daughter. And he's smiling at like his other family members and they're giving him like a thumbs up. Right. It's like, cool. We want to prop him up. Look at this hero who's in just in unjustly going to jail. And now that story has a resurgence because of the Cain Velasquez story. And it's like. Somebody's going to get the idea of, well, cool. Now the way that I get away with murder is to say that, oh, that person was molesting my kid. There's another video. There's some video online of, um, so a guy was was going to trial because he molested somebody's kid. Yeah. And so when they're going in the courtroom, the guy's on pretending to be on his phone and then he gets off the phone and shoots the molester in front of fucking everybody. Yeah, you know? and, and like his, there's people and, cheering and, that. And, like, yeah, that's what the molester and his, gets. And his reasoning is, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I get that. Yeah, the 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 molester should get what's coming to him. But we also got to make sure that we have the right person. And yeah, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. Take, taking it into your own hands is a slippery slope. That's that's the part that I'm a little. If, like, if you yeah. want it, and it's the reason that I I kind of think that this is a, a weird suggestion is because because mm-hmm. it's Kane. if he felt so strongly that he wanted to get out his aggressions for the sake of his family he could he sh- could have and should have proclaimed to the judge that part of the penalty is give me three minutes with him and <laughs> you can give him the lowest fucking sentence you can give him probation just give me three minutes with a ref as a sanctioned match so that I will literally not kill him, but goddamn, he's going to be my Spalding punching bag for three fucking minutes. And he don't get a choice because he's the one that molested my family. No, That's the way that... No judge would go for that. No judge would go. You may as well be giving him the fucking death sentence. It's Kane motherfucking Velasquez. <laughs> Any child molesters out there that want that sweet poutine, you remember there's people out there that know how to fuck with you. And if that sentence actually happened, yeah. you'd see a lot of the molestations go down worried that they're going to get the ass beat. I wonder how many pay-per-view buys that would get. <laughs> One for me! <laughs> Kane Velasquez versus the pedophile. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Give me promos! Can you imagine? Can you imagine if fucking WWE decided to lampoon that and, like, uh, take some fucking NXT guy and, like, hey, we're going to give you a fucking gimmick of being a child molester and you're going to get beat up by Roman. Like, dude, come on. Come on. Wait, wait. 
I'm going to be in the main event with Roman? Yeah, I'll do it. How much? <laughs> Just put a fucking mask on me and call me El Melastador or something, you know? I acknowledge <laughs> the almighty dollar. Yeah. <laughs> El Molestador. <laughs> you fucked up, man. You sick motherfucker. Yeah, well. No wonder we get along. Yeah. So speaking of developmental... What did you think about the news of the XFL? What's the news? So they've part they've got a they've got a uh, contract with the NFL, so they're going to be um, the developmental. So what so really the new shit that XFL try they're going to try the new shit first rules regulations presentation and whatever the NFL likes they're going to start implementing it into their games. We could see a three point field goal <laughs> or a three point attempt from the fucking. And three yard. point after, yeah, after three touchdown. point after. Wow. Other things. Yeah. Huh. So w- would it be just a straight up farm system? Whereas like, too. like the Houston Texans have the Corpus Christi fucking vaqueros or whatever. And that's, that's how they like baseball. Roughnecks or nothing. Oh, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But I mean. Like, you don't well, have yeah. the Astros and the, the Houston whatever. Yeah. It's a fucking Corpus Christi. If, if you don't want to, just like the G League and the NBA, if you don't want to go to college and wait the one-year, two-year rule in order to get drafted by the NBA, you go to the G League and make some money, and then you you, you submit for the draft there. So, how's so the be? XFL, if you don't want to go to college and play football, you get signed for the XFL. And if you play a year or two or you get, you're get good enough that a team wants you, they pick you up in the draft. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. But that solidifies that XFL stick around. And if they're, if they're affiliated, and with this the is NFL. official, the mm-hmm. the NFL mm-hmm. signed off on this, mm-hmm. and this is uh, and the Rock is behind this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, huh? Cool. <laughs> Damn those undefeated ass fucking Texas Roughnecks, man. Mm. AEW's coming to town. Yes, they're coming May eighteenth. May eighteenth. Tickets going to sell next week. Are you getting tickets? No. Why not? Because I think we're going to go uh, to uh, Vegas. You motherfucker, you! For uh, Double or Nothing. <laughs> you've been traveling a lot lately. You've been going to San Fran. You've been going to California. Now you got tickets to Vegas. Yeah, well. Not as much as you. Like, dude, this is all over the course of like a year and a half. <laughs> Bitch, you, you do that fucking round in like two weeks. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting a little sloppy, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting back on that. Yeah. Since we went so fucking crazy on the fucking roadmap of how we normally do the podcast, put the Houston back in Houston Wrestling Radio. Are you doing anything this weekend? Not this weekend, uh, but the weekend of the 19th, Saturday the 19th in Baycliff, Texas. UPW is going to return to the Baycliff Fire Department for Turf Wars 3. Um, so yeah, man, uh, I am not sure if I'm going to be ring announcing or doing commentary again. Um, because, you know, when we were in Pasadena this a couple of weeks ago, I was doing commentary. So we're kind of still trying to feel out who's going to do what, you know, so I've been bounced around between just backstage interviewer, commentator, ring announcing. We, we've been trying different combinations here and there. Uh, we're just trying to see what actually will fit. Um, and also it kind of depends on availability too. Like if one of the other commentators or ring announcers is not available, then, you know, we got to shift around, but yeah, we're trying to fill it out. Um, but so far so good, man. I can, uh, I'm pretty excited. I <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're going to have, uh, 
Rottweiler J. J. Davis is going to be taking on the owner of the company, Bart Harris, because um, in in Pasadena there was some shenanigans that happened in the middle of the match where J. Davis is a part of Blade Enterprises, Blade Enterprises, and uh, you know Johnny Blade and Bart Harris go way way back. There's a lot of animosity there, and well somehow Rottweiler got physical with Bart, and now we're going to have a match. So yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> One more team. One more thing. Did you watch Okada versus Desperado? No, I didn't. God damn it. Okay. I just, before we hit the record button, I just watched the Batman. Ooh, I'm not going to go into any spoilers. Mm -hmm. But the one more thing. I don't know if you got a chance to, but I claimed on the last episode that we did that I was going to go back and rewatch the North American title match between uh, Grimy and um, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. I forgot and about that altogether. I do agree with the chat. Mm -hmm. That is officially the front runner on the NXT side. <laughs> it is on our match of the year fantasy list. So that's our one and only entry for NXT so far this so year. So far. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's going on the list. Yeah, cool. I'll so apparently to... I got to watch a call on Desperado. Okay. Because apparently that's the, the bee's knees also. Okay. We're in the middle of G1, uh, New, uh, New Japan Cup right now. Okay. And the winner gets a shot somewhere in Dominion, I think. All right. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Looks like we just forgot about COVID now, so everything's back to normal -ish. Well, things are starting to. I saw that the numbers for, like, Omicron and stuff are drastically declining, which is really good. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, reopening of things and this and that. And uh, just in time for World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> we all going to die somehow. Yeah. All uh, right. Is that everything? We'll be back in three weeks. Something like that. We got to figure out because our schedule is going to be kind of weird in the next yeah, couple of weeks. But our cause... next show is going to be our WrestleMania weekend prediction yeah. show. Dingy so I it. sure hope Arnold or Hector or we have to shoot a flare for someone else to come out since you don't watch dick WWE no more. We're going to be previewing a whole lot of fucking wrestling. So okay. be ready. As well, ready as you can be. As ready as you can be. <laughs> All right. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. Mm. I would like to stick around and talk, but goddamn. Ha. Well then, since I didn't go before the show. And I'm sure it's, the bathroom's aired out since then.